0: Love, talk, radio. Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour, with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smokin' Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. I think I cut me into And I just can't let you be But well, it's a free for all And a heart affair You can bet your life Stakes are high And so am I it's In the air tonight <laughs> It's gonna be a rock and roll weekend <laughs> Eight o'clock when the show begins Get on the phone With all your friends Tell them it's gone
1: Hello and welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with ZigZag and...
2: And Rufus, how are
1: you? Good, how are you, Rufus? I'm good, I'm not really loaded, but
2: boy, oh boy, I'm just sleepy and tired. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, just sleeping and a little. everything just seems a little blurry and your reaction times are slow. Well, that happens
2: when you're sleepy. I definitely don't drive when I'm sleepy. I have a designated sleepy driver.
1: Oh, okay, fair enough. Sounds good. Hey, I thought for tonight's show... Throughout yeah, the, the entire show,
2: I would eat an entire loaf of wheat bread.
1: I would love to see that. I, if that is possible, I want to see it. Should I do it? Both of these Hershey's candy bars while you eat a whole loaf of bread. Yes, yes, you should. Start off with one piece right now. That seems fair. Okay, okay. Well, That's going to soak up my beer. I thought you were just going to make sandwiches throughout the show, and that's why you were showing me a loaf of bread.
2: Oh, shit. Now I just – well, I shouldn't say this, but I, now I just don't even want to do the show and just go make sandwiches.
1: Sandwiches are good. Well, I'll grudge. tell you what, dude. And I, I, this used to weigh heavy, I mean, when we worked together at Delaware Subs, which is now Tucci's Southside Subs. But uh, the name of the the best sandwich i thought in mm-hmm. uh, the, the sub shop, which was The Italian –
2: Sure. I think
1: sure. that's a little bit of cultural appropriation, and, and it always kind of bothered me a little bit that Dave went there. What are your but, thoughts on that? Isn't that why you quit? You're yeah, just fed I mean, up? Listen, with... Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little angered by the Italian, but when they started offering the Cuban, I had had enough, dude. I had just fucking had enough. The Cuban was going too far.
2: Oh, that's right, because you're a quarter Cuban. I forgot.
1: I... Right. Well, I, I was always an advocate
2: that you should have been paid more simply because they had the Italian on there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like an Indian. Sort of like an Indian gets free stuff. I should have gotten free stuff because I can't even tell you how many times I said it's an Italian sandwich made by an Italian, right? Rather than <laughs> an Italian sandwich made by like yourself, which is probably like a German American or something.
2: That explains a lot because I remember when you and I worked together, and somebody would order an Italian or an Italian gourmet, you'd kind of snort and be like, "So, do you want an Italian to make it, or that guy?"
1: Well, I mean, after a while, it was obvious that people just started requesting me to make their Italian sandwiches, and I can understand why. Probably made them feel a little better in the long run, but I will admit it got annoying when they started. Everybody started asking me to make every sandwich just because I was a superior employee at the place, which you know (laughs) well. I am Irish, so I was
2: drunk, and I guess that's why everybody came to for
1: the beer. They didn't have a pastrami, or I don't. I'm not even sure what an Irish. I guess uh an Irish sandwich is what? A uh, patty melt? A McPatty melt?
2: No, it's uh, what is that? Where they stuff the sheep's gut?
1: Oh, haggis
2: and haggis. It's a haggis sandwich.
1: I'll have the haggis on whole wheat, please. It said <laughs> no one ever, probably.
2: They should. They should do a test where they replace the Friday special with sausage. And have haggis
1: (laughs) Just run it for a while Like a monthly, once a monthly thing Have haggis Or just have some weird fucking sandwich From some other foreign country That no one would ever eat I mean haggis is probably about as gross as you could get But they could have like a kidney pie Or blood sausage Or something interesting If they had any guts that is Which we know they don't A tour of
2: the world, no, no guts
1: what do, you, what do you remember the first day that I started working at at uh, Delaware Subs? Do you remember the first day I walked in?
2: I, I do, kind of, sort of. I really do, only because I was like, like oh, hello. In, it was uh, this strapping, strapping young
1: lad. You know what? It's funny that you say that because when I saw you hovered over the grill like you were, I was like, I think I can groom him. And I started grooming you that exact day to be, well, part of the best super duo to ever come out of Austin, Texas in the 90s, obviously. But uh, yeah, I started grooming you. You didn't even know I was grooming you, but I was. Something in me. I did. I did. And by grooming you, I mean the way I was picking those ticks out of your hair and eating them.
2: It was delicious. Cool. Thank God you did.
1: Yeah, it was nasty, dude. I don't, we, God forbid one of those falls into a Delaware Philly cheesesteak. Some A few customers had complained. Had <laughs> they? Really?
2: Yeah. I
1: think they yeah. were complaining more because I was getting to groom you and they were not. They were behind the counter.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that place was infested with ticks anyway, so it's hard to tell, you know, what parasite came from where.
1: Ticks and assholes. That was what it was. It was heavy on the assholes at lunchtime over there in Delaware.
2: It was quite heavy on the assholes. It was asshole-dense,
1: for You know sure. what's funny is, for 1996, I remember every douchebag in the world was, like, the only person that had a cell phone at the time. And yep, those yep. car salesmen guys used to come in at lunchtime on their phones And I don't know, I guess at that time Maybe having a cell phone was a status symbol Of sorts But they surely thought they were extra special For guys that are probably bringing down as much money As we probably were making sandwiches They're having to fucking suck dick for it You know what's crazy is I think e- Even now in this day and
2: age that Some people still think of cell phone as a status symbol Because I see people all the time With their phone on speaker Like oh, oh. yeah, yeah, okay, sure Yeah, I'll make that happen
1: yeah, I watched a lady have a domestic dispute on over her FaceTime uh, just a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, <laughs> really? is that even – it was outside of a, um, a Little Caesars pizza shop. And she's like having a fucking domestic spat with someone. And I'm like, you know, you're not important because you can have a domestic – I mean, really, is FaceTime, first of all, really that necessary? You're standing outside of a fucking uh, $5 pizza joint. You know what I mean? because I'm I don't, I don't even know
2: how to use FaceTime.
1: Right, and I I don't use FaceTime because I don't need people seeing me what I'm doing at all times. Because if someone sees me without the makeup, I think they would be a little afraid of me.
2: They would. They would. I would for sure. Afraid, I've never afraid,
1: seen that. By afraid, I mean people like Robert Redford and the likes of people that have my natural beauty would be somewhat intimidated by me. In awe. I yeah. I wanted you to see this. Ready? Look at my shirt.
2: Oh, <laughs> That's awesome, damn
1: My wife got me that for my birthday That's what I got Maruchin for my shirt. This. This shirt That is cool for, uh, <laughs> You guys can't see the shirt It says Maruchin Instant Lunch the classic now, now what's better, that or Top Ramen
2: Or is there no difference
1: Uh, You know, I prefer the Maruchin I think it has way more salt And uh, kind of some of your Trace amino acid pesticides That you just don't get in regular I do prefer it myself And they also have the uh, I think they're just
2: more prevalent Overall so maybe the, I'm biased Just because it's all I, I get But I, I always like the uh, The cup The styrofoam oh, yeah. cup that had it in there
1: I do that's all I get for work dude. I, I ate like three of those last week I kind of had a cold last week I know that I missed the show because I was feeling like shit So you know they say chicken soup for cold My idea is just ramen for cold Fuck yeah and it those works. Good. I think it does work. So good. But you know what happened to me? Let me tell you what happened. I was a little upset at ramen, I might add, because okay. I was eating my cup of soup, right? Sure, sure. And I like to do my cup of soup up right I did, you know, I boiled it, and then I what I do is I take some some uh, some dried chives, Rufus, and I put Ooh. those in when I add the hot water, right? Yes. You got your chives on there, and then I do a nice little circular splash of uh, ra- of uh, sriracha sauce. So, I've got this thing sitting pretty, dude. It's done its three minute sit. You know how gotta let it sit for three minutes to get the noodles nice and soft when it's in the cup? The longest three minutes of your fucking you life. No doubt about that. I paced. I paced like a heroin addict waiting for the dealer to call back.
2: <laughs> I believe it. I believe
1: it. I'm in to, to soften up. Your if you don't, your hair, if you you don't hair? wait a full three minutes, it, it's not any good. And you know what else? If you I don't the water hot enough, it's not any good either. The water has to be you have to
2: be a chemist almost to make it. So
1: right. I went through all this trouble of microwaving a cup of water and pouring it over some noodles, which sure, is a sure. big hassle, because getting the plastic off of the fucking uh, cup of soup is kind of a pain in the ass in its own right. And that, I will save that rant for another day. So I go to eat it, dude, right? Guess what happened? Uh, I stick my fork in it. No. What's the worst possible thing that could happen then? Did
2: you poke through the cup? I
1: poked right through the fucking No. Cup. So I do it! Yeah, watch it drain. Watch all the life nectar drain out into the sink. Wait, well, hey, you didn't pick it up and cover your cover it with your finger? Wow, that didn't even cross my mind, to be honest with you. Uh, I threw in my defense. Yeah, so yeah. I watched it go down the drain, then I threw it on the floor.
2: Uh, God damn it. it. Did you stomp I, on it?
1: Yeah, of course. I made a huge mess. Then I came down to my office and I wrote... I'm in a letter, telling them that they need to invent something to protect the inside of the soup cup from forking. It, really
2: sh- it should be reinforced. <laughs> it it oh, should. Remember when sure.
1: Keystone cans? Remember they're like Keystone can has a special lining that makes the beer taste better. Yeah. Turns out that was causing cancer. So I mean, maybe it did taste better. Well, you well,
2: never- if you're drinking <laughs> Keystone, you probably already have cancer from something else. Or you're gonna get it for sure. Yeah, you want it.
1: You want it? That's what I was thinking the other night. They know cigarettes fucking kill people, right? Mm-hmm. And if you look at the typical person that smokes a cigarette, they're a pretty disgusting low-life person, except for our listeners who smoke. We we appreciate them. And But uh, they just can't make them kill the people faster? You know, I mean, does it really have to be like this long, drawn-out sickness? Can't you just, like, get to, like, 50,000 cigarettes and then you just fucking croak over? Well, no,
2: because they, they want to... Suck them dry for as much money as they possibly can get. Even even when they get well, into the agree. Medicare mode, where they are so riddled with cancer and have a hole in their throat, and they're getting that Medicare check, that's when the uh, tobacco company is like, "Yeah, now we have gold mine. They're
1: We're indeed. making the
2: government money."
1: Yeah, like you said, when you're fucking when you're smoking through a hole in your throat, you know you've got them by the balls.
2: Th- that's when you're at what they call a brand evangelist. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's when you start, yeah. You're like free advertising. Look what you can do. That little though. socket
2: you have in your throat should have like marble country <laughs> oh, written on it.
1: Yeah, It's still a little neon thing that goes around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> it should have a cigarette holder. <laughs> well, it is. It's its own cigarette holder. It's true. Boop. Poking in right there. I mean, I the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life was I was at the bank, and I saw a guy smoking out of the hole in his throat. I can say that in all honesty. Uh, yes, you think it's a urban legend, but no. I actually saw and This was in, like, 1985. So what did I do? About two months later, I go and try to fucking start picking up smoking. I buy a pack of Vantrant ultralights, and I try to smoke one. And in my disgust, I did, a pack of cigarettes at the time was 92 cents by the way, in 1987. Right. Wow. And, uh, well, it was probably like 1986. And I smoked one, well, I took like five puffs off one cigarette, and I'm like, this is not for me. And I crumpled up the whole pack and threw them out the car window.
2: They're fucking terrible. I don't know how anyone gets hooked on cigarettes without smoking one drunk first. You, I I don't see how a sober person can smoke a cigarette and be like, that tastes pretty fine.
1: The <laughs> funny thing is people are like, I only smoke when I drink. I'm like, but you're drunk all the time. So you're obviously smoking all the time too.
2: Alcohol industry and tobacco industry are in cahoots.
1: Well, and you see where they just came out too. And they said, okay, we've got to admit it. No amount of alcohol is good for you now. And I'm like, I think everybody kind of knew that. I know they were hiding behind this two glasses of wine thing or whatever that I don't know why they thought that that was like made it okay. But, uh, they're like, okay, it's not good for you. Well, I mean, nothing's really that good for you when you get down uh, to it. I've gotten to
2: the point where I, I don't trust anything anything ever says. Because they'll – in one week say this is terrible for you, and the next week they'll be like, oh, but it has these awesome benefits. Then the next right. week, no, those benefits aren't so good. It's way really <laughs> bad.
1: Yeah, good point. Very I good just, point. I do what I want to – I'm going to die anyway, so fuck it. You are? See – my thing is, I know everybody dies, but I was kind of hoping I was the exception. Everybody else is hoping that too <laughs> are they or are they just, hoping the opposite
2: just so you know everybody <laughs> wants you to live forever. I
1: was, remember we were talking about writing our own obituaries, and I'm like, "Fuck dude, I want my obituary to take up like a fucking front page of the paper. I don't want any fucking three paragraph not not even and what's your typical obituary now about fucking eight sentences, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go deep, on I'm, I'm gonna literally, dude, over the next month, I'm gonna write my own obituary, and I'm gonna That's fucking, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like struck out fucking six players in 1981. <laughs> but you know what? I was thinking the other, to the other day, it's really gonna say this, so it is gonna have this, and I talked to my wife about this. If something does happen to me, I want it to say. Okay. My real name, I guess, if that has to be on there, which I will not disclose on the show, and then it will say co-founder of media giant Hyper Sloth. Well, it will say <laughs> my first name, quote Zigzag or Double Z, then it will have my last name, then it will say co-founder of uh, the Hypersloth media empire, and uh, will and it will also say, and I want you to be ready for this, because I know there's going to be a lot of internet traffic afterwards, but I'm also going to put <laughs> co-author of yeah. uh, the internet love song, Beer is okay. Cake, and I'm going to put For Sale on iTunes and CD Baby, I mean, I'm going <laughs> say obituary to read like a fucking ad. Your obituary is like a Sears catalog It will be It will be damn it It will have all everything about the Heat and Eat Lantern cooktop prices, about the laundry lock Why not I mean you might as well go That's out yeah. that I want people to be like damn that guy was fucking He was a fizzy motherfucker
2: He was a tycoon and a dynamo I've,
1: strains marijuana. I've developed two strains of marijuana I mean damn I'm getting shit done Wait, you you developed two strains? What are I these did? strains? I crossbred two strains of marijuana now. it's a My first one is Frankenstrain. I don't know if I told you that. I told you that before, did I not? I think you did, actually, yeah, Frankenstrain. grapefruit crossed with a uh, Girl Scout cookie forum cut from Ooh. Cali Seed Company. I got my seeds from a to place, but I okay. crossed those, and I call that Frankenstrain. Then recently I have crossed the Frankenstrain... With a lemon OG, and I'm calling it Bride of Frankenstrain. God damn, that's like pretty bad. That. Yeah, you like those names? I mean, and yeah. I'm going to tech. I'm, yeah. I'm actually registering those strains with a thing called Strain Seek, where you actually own the cross strain yourself. Costs thousand dollars.
2: So it's like a it's like a trademark or a yeah. registered trademark or a copyright or something.
1: And exactly when we get this Spawn River cultivation company going, we'll be selling the shitloads of Frankenstein and, and Bride of Frankenstein.
2: No shit. I bet you will. So, it sounds like something that would be a good uh, – like a combo deal. you know, you got to get both, of course, right?
1: Well, yeah. I mean you want the Frankenstein, but you don't want him to be lonely, do you? You want him to have his bride of Frankenstrain. Absolutely. So I think it was – let's get back to cultural appropriation. Is there such a thing, Rufus?
2: Uh, if you want there to be, I guess, because you've got nothing better to do or worry about.
1: So do skinheads, like, have they culturally appropriated uh, the Nazi movement? I don't. Is that a culture or a political ideology? Uh, it's kind of both, is it not? Well, you know what? I think that every white supremacist retard is a fucking closeted homosexual, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I was looking, I was watching a thing on TV the other day, and it was about white supremacy. And that's I was, cool. I noticed one thing was the name of their like organizations are like Ram. Tell me that's not <laughs> a fucking gay metaphor. Butchress. Skin. Skin was another one. I'm like, oh my god, they're just a bunch of fucking homos. <laughs> oh
2: my god, the uh, Aryan sphincter nation. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean Ram. Tell me Ram is not the gayest name you've ever heard for an organization.
2: Yeah, that's that's uh that's Freudian for sure.
1: You know, uh I did notice this too on my Facebook feed that they're moving in at St Edwards now. I remember they're they're moving into the dorms at St. Edwards, and I remember my first day of moving into the dorm at St. Edwards. It was actually August twenty first. Same day they were moving. My my eighteenth birthday, I was moving into the dorm at St Edwards University. Really? Yep. Wow. Best five years of my life, I might add. Damn. It was about a year and a half of
2: my life, or maybe maybe it was six. I don't know. We'll see. So how was a birthday? Besides the badass uh, ramen shirt,
1: uh, pretty uneventful, really. I had a toothache on my birthday. Damn. Yeah, really? dude. I was I thought that was this close to going to the dentist. Honestly, I was like, oh no, I'm gonna have to go to the dentist. I mean. It's, in a weird way, I kind of thought that I would die before my tooth started aching. But no, I was don't, wrong.
2: Don't puss out and go to the dentist.
1: I, I didn't, dude. Trust me. What I did learn, and I looked it up online, was uh, they call it the rule of three, right? Okay. Three Advil liquid gels, three sure. times a day for three sure. days. And then what? And it just seemed to have gone away now. I mean, it's still there a little bit, but not as bad as it was. But it was like, remember you said you had, you know what it felt like? It felt like it wasn't like a single tooth toothache. It, it was like a, uh kind of like I had a tooth coming up behind my back teeth. And I was wondering, oh my God, at 49, is it possible that I'm getting my fucking wisdom teeth? It could be a nerve thing because the last time I had a toothache,
2: I, I had that too. It was like, it, I felt that through my entire jaw. And it turned out that like way back where my jaw connects to the rest of my skull, I had like a, yeah, like one of the, what do they call it, an ulcer? And really? it was just like right on a nerve, and so it was hitting that nerve, and once that ulcer healed, it was all gone. wasn't a tooth at all.
1: No shit? So yeah, you like, went to the
2: dentist for nothing? The fuck I didn't go to the dentist?
1: Oh, I thought you went to the dentist, and they poked around in your tooth and said, ooh, that's pretty gross, and he said, see you later. No, that was a different
2: trip where they did poke around in it, or the one, one lady poked around in it and was like, ooh, I'm getting bad vibes off of that one. <laughs> bad? And-
1: vibes from your teeth.
2: Yeah, she she said that's like bad news or something and I, I agreed. I've seen that tooth in the mirror. I try to ignore it. <laughs> right, that's but what I think I'm trying to do. It's black, but there's I don't think there's anything in there. So I can't feel anything. It's fine. Sometimes I gotta get like way back in there with the pointy end of my toothbrush and scoop out a you know, a piece of bacon or something, but <laughs> Right.
1: I know what you're talking about. I have one of those I call that my, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. My sewer tooth, I guess, because you're like, it's not, it's, it doesn't look good, but it doesn't hurt. And I just, every day, you know what? I went on vacation this last time and I was thinking, man, please don't let that tooth start hurting on this vacation. would <laughs> <It> really sucks. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like every, I'm just like, let that tooth go another two weeks. That would be great. And I've been doing that for 19 years.
2: Teeth, you got that
1: little rotten tooth. (laughs) Every little crack and crevice.
2: That tooth deserves his own Hypersauce song.
1: (laughs) He does. You're right. You're exactly right. You know what? My problem is the reason I don't want to go to the dentist, I'm sure they're going to have to pull that tooth, right? I mean, I don't think there's any (laughs) saving that tooth. And then I'm like, never be able to eat peanuts again. I don't want to say this either because I, I see people around town and you see them. And they're talking, and then they're missing a tooth in the back, and you're just like, oh man, that's really weird looking. So I don't, yeah. I'd rather have my rotten tooth taking up that hole in my head than have a, a bald spot in my mouth. Me too, because it the rotten
2: tooth, even though it's got like a black spot, people will think it's a filling. <laughs>
1: they're like, Oh, that's just a filling, <laughs> it's just a, filling. Just a right. gray black filling. Nothing to be got a big, of. A big pink gap. I mean, that's you notice that. Have you ever been with someone that had all, like, fake teeth? You know what I mean? Like, people get these caps on their teeth. And uh, I remember I was with my buddy, and we went to, like, a nightclub in Austin. And we went. It had a bunch of black lights, right, and, like, strobe lights going. (laughs) Like, people that had real teeth, you could, like, see their teeth were, like, glowing in the dark and stuff. And then my buddy who had, like, half of his mouth was, like, fake teeth because he got hit in the mouth with a baseball or something. He turned, and, like, (laughs) only half of his mouth was, like, glowing. The other half is, like, fucking dark black. And I was like, fuck, it, like, threw me for a loop. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? It's like, oh, yeah, when you have, like, fake teeth, they don't glow in a black light. It was the fucking weirdest. It's like, I mean, it really fucking threw me for a loop. When you have
2: fake teeth, they don't glow. They don't. Who knew?
1: Who actually knew?
2: That's a bad slogan for a fake tooth company.
1: (laughs) It is, actually. It's now. It's how I I tested all my dates after after that. I'm like, oh, get out the blacklight, see if you got your own teeth.
2: Well, the blacklight's a good way to test out a date for other reasons. Yeah. Uh,
1: could you imagine? I mean, I see those things where they go to hotels and they like test all the stuff. Yeah. And uh, and the the only thing I really worry about in a hotel is the fucking remote because that's about the only thing that I touch in a hotel room. And I was telling my wife last, I'm like, we need to invent, like, a plastic bag that you just put the remote in. And I guess you could just use a Ziploc bag and just touch it that way. Because I'm like, man, you know, you touch that remote, and you don't, like, get up and wash your hands every fucking time, you know. But you know it's just got so many nasty fluids, to say the least, on it. Uh,
2: They don't wash it. I mean, they wash the sheets. They wash the towels. They mop well, they might not even do any of that shit, but they definitely are not wiping down the remote. No, I've seen not. remotes that have like crust on them, you know.
1: Oh my god, no, I do not know because
2: that would fucking send me for a fucking loop. I saw one that had a scab on it with a fingernail attached.
1: Awesome. Where was where were you staying? I must stay there.
2: It was the same Motel there was blood outside our front door.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Like I said, that's just and they just read off of a card when you asked what happened. They're like, "Yeah, some drunk guy fell down and broke his glasses." They didn't mention that yeah. he's after he'd been stabbed forty-seven times and lost <laughs> like. Oh, well,
2: if it happens all the time there, then it's not that big a deal.
1: <laughs> no, they were as long as they weren't concerned. You shouldn't concern yourself with it.
2: Exactly. If they're, if they're playing it cool, then everything's all right.
1: So how was your birthday? I, I guess I'll return the question.
2: Uh it was kind of like yours. It's pretty standard. I uh, had to work, so it was right. kind of another day. My neighbor, Ron, my uh, the old Vietnam vet neighbor, Ron, he uh, got me a 12-pack of beer.
1: Oh, did he really? Yeah, yeah He did. It is. Your brand or something fancy?
2: No, he knows my brand because it's always in my hand. <laughs> right.
1: God bless you.
2: Yeah. But uh, other than that, you know, same old stuff. Just, just another, another day. day.
1: What did you have for dinner on your birthday? Did you have a fancy birthday dinner?
2: I don't even remember, honestly.
1: Your wife not... Did not whip you up some kind of gourmet meal for your birthday? She did. She made something, but I forget
2: what it is. I mean, just like every other day. That's the whole thing about birthdays now, for me being an older guy, they're just like any other day. So that yep. means that as soon as I wake up the next day, the day before, it's completely erased from my fucking brain. No what recollection.
1: you, you still feel like you're 22. You don't even feel – I I really am not even sure how old you are,
2: to be honest with you. <laughs> I am a uh, well 44 as of this are week. You,
1: really? you old son of a bitch. I know Your best years are fucking 20 years behind you How scary is that?
2: I don't know They say that they've done uh Surveys and questionnaires And maybe some are under duress Um, But people in their 60s and 70s Say that they're the happiest ever And have no worries
1: Really? Is that because they're on a bunch of fucking pills or what?
2: It's dementia, I think <laughs>
1: It's gotta be My liver is failing, but I'm happier than I've ever been. (laughs) (laughs) woo (laughs) Woo, I haven't had a boner in six months. This is so sweet. It is. Who needs
2: boners anyway? They're a distraction.
1: I don't even have to get up to pee anymore. I just go right in my pants. (laughs) That's
2: right. I got a tube
1: in me that makes it go away. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm I'll have to tell you when I get to 70, maybe I'll be happier. I'm not unhappy now, though. I mean, what's the big deal?
2: You think you're going to make it to 70?
1: Uh, you know, I was thinking about that the other day. I don't know. It depends on how long this tooth can hold in there, I guess. As long as this tooth a, hangs in there, I'm just along for the ride. A tooth can fuck your ass up,
2: though, because if it gets infected, then it's got a direct route to your brain.
1: I know. Trust me, I read all that, too, when I had a toothache. And I'm like, well, I guess we'll find out when I start hallucinating and sweating. You know know what I think about
2: every time I have a toothache or a little twinge that makes me think, oh, shit, here it comes? Is I think about that scene in Castaway where Tom Hanks gets a toothache while he's on the island, and he has to knock it out with an ice skate. Right. And how brutal and painful that is. And – That's why I'll I'll never go to the dentist. I'll have to suffer through it. I I can't. I'm
1: afraid I would have an anxiety attack in the dentist's office. You know what I mean? My wife's like, it's not like it used to be when you were a kid. Last time I went to the dentist, I was working at Delaware Sub Shop, by the way. So that tells you how long it's been. And uh, I had a cavity, and it's this exact same tooth, that a cavity that needed filled, and I've ignored it that long. But I just feel like I just feel like when you lay back in that chair, or whatever, you just have no control over what yeah. happens. You know what I mean? You can't get up and run out. You can't. It just, uh, I don't know. I, and sometimes I think maybe if they had a dentist that was open 24 hours, I would go at like two o'clock in the morning. I'd be like, I've had enough of this fucking tooth. I guess I'll go to the dentist when there's not a bunch of fucking people sitting there. You know what right. you mean? All the fucking machines are, in the smell of a dentist's office just, I don't know. They need they need to change a lot of things about Dennis' office, let's put it that they way. Do.
2: They do. They do. They, they need to make it more like a bounce house or an arcade or something
1: to whatever distract happened, you. Well, yeah, whatever happened to good old market research? It's like Dennis don't even fucking care about yeah. how their place is perceived.
2: Nope. Lay down in a sterile chair, look directly into that bright fucking weird light that's right, <laughs> right. in your face.
1: While the dude with bad breath hovers over you and breathes in your fucking...
2: With his hairy knuckles tickling your fucking lips.
1: <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, you're really sweet. And I can't wait to go now. <laughs> yeah, you think... My, like my wife said, I she said, it's come a long way. I'm like, do they still poke in your mouth with stuff? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, it hadn't come far enough for me then because... <laughs> <laughs> I just remember this tool that they used when I was coming up, I guess, the was scraper. that thing that they poke into your tooth to see if it's got any soft spots. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah, yeah. Ting, ting, and you're just like, no, stop poking my fucking mouth with that thing.
2: And you can feel whenever it's, like, caught.
1: Oh, yeah. A little bit. Kind of stick. Ting. Oh. It'd be like, ting, ting, ting. <laughs> the fucking thought of that right now is turning my stomach, honest to God. And they, they'd keep poking that spot because they'd be like, oh, there's a soft spot. Yeah. How's this ding, feel? Ding, ding. How's this feel? Let's see how deep I can get without giving you a shot of anything. That's right. I am really got to find the nerve. The other thing I remember is the the uh, dentist standing over me with, like, this fucking old-timey-looking metal syringe thing, right? Like, with ready? the loops for the fingers? Yeah. And I'm like, euh. I mean, don't you have something that looks more modern than that? I mean... This kind of guy, I felt like if he's going to take off your limb, like hand you a bottle of whiskey and breaks out the fucking hacksaw. (laughs) Like, yeah, I guess we're going to get down to it today. (laughs) That tooth's
2: got to come out. Open up.
1: You know, here's the funny thing is I watched like 500 fucking YouTube videos of people pulling their own teeth. And I'm like, that doesn't look too bad, really. If you can get a grip on it, though, I'm afraid that I couldn't get a grip on this rotten tooth. To really pull it out You know what I mean I'm afraid it would just break and My then grandpa you, you pull you, his own you, teeth fucking, Yeah and, and how'd it go Tell, Were you ever around for it
2: No but uh, My grandma would get mad at him Because he did it you know, many times Because he didn't like going to the dentist And his tooth would get bad And He, would, he, he had a formula pair, He had a pair of pliers And he's nope. like, well, he would like He would drink black label beer all day Yep. And he'd be like, when well, you got to take a tooth out, you just take a few shots of whiskey, then he grab it, and he said he'd give a twist and a break, and it just slips right out. That's and right. I never saw it happen, but I do remember I, I was over at my grandparents' house once, and he was sitting there watching the football game, and I was sitting there next to him, and my grandma came out and looked in his ashtray. And there was a couple of teeth, and boy, she tore into him. She's like, I told you to stop pulling your goddamn teeth. You need to go to the dentist. He's like,
1: ah. Now, this was a back tooth that he was pulling, or is he talking about a front tooth?
2: He always had his front teeth. It was always back teeth. I mean, he'd get up in there and...
1: You know what's funny? I was looking in my mouth, dude. I'm like, it doesn't seem like you have that many teeth when you kind of get down to it.
2: 32.
1: Yeah, I mean, but... Doesn't even seem like that many, really. Maybe I've lost a few along the way and I don't know it. But maybe it's just the the ones in the back are the only ones I'm focusing on. I'm like, God, there's not that many of those, really. Dude, there's no telling.
2: They say that most people will lose and swallow fourteen teeth in their entire life. While I never know it. What? Not as adults, no, I, mean, I You'll have 14 teeth fall out in your sleep, and
1: you'll swallow them and
2: just never know it.
1: <laughs> you think that you would feel like a giant molar falling out. I mean, are you wake up in the morning, you're like, where's my front tooth? And it's just that you fucking swallowed it in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I'm going to have to read up on that, too. But, that, of course, that's after you're punched in the mouth by your pimp. And knocked out I mean they don't tell you the rest of the story How you how you end up being asleep while you swallow a tooth Well it was, it was... Well I gotta tell you right now um, I finished one Hershey's bar How's that loaf of bread coming?
2: I have almost opened the bag How come we decided come to have a gloves. loaf
1: of bread in with you During the show tonight might I ask I didn't.
2: I, I didn't decide it. I just looked over and there was a little bread, and I was like, "What the fuck is that doing?"
1: You just hang out with a loaf of bread in your studio?
2: I do. Well, it sucks up moisture.
1: Have you ever had a, a, a ketchup and mustard sandwich?
2: No. Why the fuck would I have that?
1: I just remember when I was a kid, people used to eat ketchup and mustard sandwiches. And My was, dad used yeah. to eat mayonnaise sandwiches. Really? Yeah, just mayonnaise and bread. Does it remind him of being a kid or something, or is that just like he just liked the taste of mayonnaise that much? I don't know. And I think when I was a kid, all we had was
2: Miracle Whip, so it probably wasn't even really mayonnaise.
1: So your dad was eating Miracle Whip sandwiches? Yeah. I how do they call Miracle Whip salad dressing, by the way? Don't they consider that salad dressing?
2: They call mayonnaise salad dressing too. I don't, I don't fucking get it. Have you ever put mayonnaise or Miracle Whip on lettuce?
1: No. Well, I mean, if it was on a sandwich, I guess. But yeah, no, never have I been sitting in a fine dining restaurant and they come around with a fucking thing of Miracle Whip and like, may we dress your salad here with this fucking wonderful Miracle Whip? I have yet to say it. Maybe, maybe there's room in the market for that themed restaurant where they use Miracle Whip on the salads and we just haven't tapped into it yet.
2: That would be a fantastic skit to show some guy in a fancy restaurant and they bring out all these awesome fucking vinaigrettes and he's like, no, thank you. I'll have the Miracle Whip, please.
1: He just brings his own. He squeezes out of a packet. Now, I got my own salad dressing. Thank you. It's packets he took from lesser restaurants. I will not I will not uh, have imitation salad dressing in, in way of my imitation salad dressing, please.
2: How dare you, sir?
1: He slaps him. And, and especially ridiculous when the guy offers him Grey Poupon.
2: God, Grey Poupon. Remember that? Did, did
1: you ever have or like Grey Poupon? It's just spicy I, mustard. I like it. I like Grey Poupon. Grey Poupon on a roast beef sandwich, oh, man, I don't think you could go wrong. And that was another problem I had with St. Edward's. Was Or not saying it was with uh, Delaware Subs Was they appropriated the name roast beef For their roast beef sandwich I thought that was very inappropriate
2: Roast beef is appropriated
1: from what? From beef I would say But no they didn't have Spicy brown mustard Which was ridiculous
2: They have too many They're A
1: fucking sandwich shop
2: Yeah there's too many confines In that place There, there
1: for really sure. was There really was at that place Remember how awful it was to fucking cut a roast beef on the slicer?
2: I remember uh, how bad it was to cut the uh, the raw steak for the Philly cheesesteaks, because it would thaw. You cut it frozen, and it would be like pop, 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 no problem. And by the time you get about halfway through, it's thawing out, and it's a slime. It's like a
1: fucking murder scene. Yeah. With yeah. fucking cutting board. They could never get clean. I don't care how many times you fucking cleaned it. You couldn't get that fucking blood. Out of every nook and cranny of that slicer, I don't care. And you know what? Right now, when I'm usually when I go to like Walmart or the grocery store, I ask them to cut me salami or whatever, and or turkey. I don't care what it is, and they always make a big huff about it because you know they got all that shit sitting in the case that's like pre-cut already. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't, you know, and I have to tell the people I don't want that because I can taste that's been sitting in the fucking case. Have you ever noticed that? And they get all. Puffy puppy, with you, I'm like, ew, ew, Mr. Important Guy has to have his fucking salami <laughs> freshly cut. And I'm like, Look, bitch, it's not like I asked you to cut some fucking roast beef or a pastrami. Cut me fucking salami. <laughs> First of all, I also think they should be cleaning those fucking slicers between meats.
2: Yes. Amen. Amen to that.
1: I mean, we're, I can't believe there's not a fucking law. Can you? I mean, nothing like meat sitting on a slicer for fucking four hours, then some guy coming in and ordering something, they're just like, you're plop it right on there with all the right. bacteria from the fucking previous slice.
2: And even aside from that, although that's the most important part for sure, I mean, sometimes I've seen those like, like you can see like the, the s- grease streaks and like right. little tidbits.
1: Like, yeah, it's like the shit stain of another meat right. on top right. of your fucking meat. But just common sense says,
2: Well, I don't want my salami to taste like whatever the fuck this guy got before me, you know? Wipe right. that shit down so I don't have like capicola spices in my fucking salami. Even right. though I'll probably put capicola in.
1: Yeah, but it's your it's at your discretion, not because they don't want to fucking clean I just can't I really can't believe of all the fucking restaurant laws and shit that there is, that you can go to the fucking grocery store and they can just let the fucking slicer sit there for fucking hours with old meat juice on it.
2: I have to say, Zig I've never thought about that, and now I always will, and I'm a disturbed. Wow. Welcome. Thanks a lot for that one, pal.
1: Hey, I'm just out there. I want people to be aware. When you have diarrhea the next day, I want you to know where it came from. I don't like that guessing. Where did? What did I eat that gave me diarrhea? Well, uh-huh. I mean, let's think back. Oh, okay. Uh that raw egg probably gave you diarrhea or who knows, who knows where you got the Girardi. I remember, remember the crown and anchor pub in Austin.
2: Uh, I remember the name.
1: It's probably, it's still there as far as I know, but it was a good place to get beer. And like, they had pretty good hamburgers and shoestring French fries. But I remember when I was, when I was probably right before I met you, I was probably about 24, 25. We used to go there a lot. And, uh, my girlfriend at the time, her roommate got super-duper sick, right, after a night there. Okay. And she, I mean, she was sick for, like, a week. And she finally went to the doctor, and they tested her, and she had Girardia. Good right? God. Are you familiar with what Girardia is?
2: Vaguely. I know it's not good.
1: Yeah, it's like, what happens to you if you eat someone else's diarrhea, basically? You will get Girardia. And I know that it...
2: In Survivor shows, they always talk about don't drink this water in the African jungle because you'll you'll get Girardi. Right. It's whatever raw, the fuck it is.
1: raw sewage is what happens. Oh, and beautiful. Girardia. And the only place that she had eaten was the Crown and Anchor Pub. And needless to say, I never, ever went there ever again. Why Except we- to drink. I guess I probably didn't drink there. I just didn't eat there. Why would you ever eat at a pub
2: to begin with?
1: Because I mean, unless
2: you're... Yeah, I suppose. Hopefully, the alcohol in your system would kill whatever... Yeah, well, I,
1: like I said, I didn't get sick, obviously. She was a pretty good booze hound, though, so I don't know if beer will kill... All they have is beer there, so they didn't have any real alcohol, so to speak. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I did not get Girardia. Have you ever had any any kind of those diseases that are spread... Uh, through fecal matter?
2: I can't say that I have. And I've I've enjoyed my fair share of fecal matter, but I've never gotten sick.
1: Really? You must have, you have an iron constitution.
2: I do. I do.
1: So, uh, how are your sons back to school now?
2: Yeah, well, he's homeschooled, and his school starts uh, on the 27th.
1: Is he stressed? Is there some stress going around the house?
2: Uh, from me, because... So the wife and kid are going to be here always doing school.
1: And you're going to hear them cackling at each other?
2: Dude, it's it's just constant. It's a bicker fest. Those two, you would think my wife is more like his sister. They just bicker all the fucking time. And I just, headphones are my, my only, my friend.
1: So is this during school or this is all the time?
2: All the time. My all wife- the
1: time daughter don't bicker too much. I just realized recently, though, that they hate me because, like, I hear them laughing and I come upstairs and they're like, oh, hey, watch out, Dad's here. I'm like, geez, Louise. Well, so
2: this, oh, I, I wish they both hated me, but only one of them hates me. My son loves me. My wife hates me, and they argue about that.
1: <laughs> about hating you? <laughs> yes. Bring him. He's a good man. He's a good man, mama. <laughs> just bring him love.
2: That's right. They can't agree. Actually, sometimes they can't agree on who hates more.
1: <laughs> That's what they're arguing about? I hate him more. Yeah. I spend more of
2: his money. No, I spend more of his money.
1: Now, uh, I did see that you spelled ermine trout on Facebook. Is that actually how you spell ermine trout? I've always wondered. <laughs>
2: Dude, come on. You know me. I Googled it.
1: Oh, I, did you I had really? to look
2: it up. Of course. I. That's how they spell it in the show, anyway. Yeah.
1: It, I wondered about that, because I always wondered, but what an interesting last name, first of all, that Erman Trout is.
2: I am a thorough researcher.
1: It's a very good character, Mike erman Trout, I might add. I think he's my favorite character,
2: and I like that actor. I've, I've checked that ac- actor out in YouTube videos of him doing interviews and stuff. seems like a really cool down-to-earth guy, but has that real...
1: Seems like a tough...
2: Guy, he's got that veneer about him.
1: <laughs> you don't think that's an act? You think he really acts like Mike Ehrmantraut?
2: No, I don't think he's a thug or a you know a mafioso guy. But he's uh, you know, he's gruff. I'll say, just his nature is gruff. But he's like the cool uncle that you wish you had if you didn't already have a cool uncle that you probably shouldn't even.
1: Seems Say. like Mike Trout is about a 180 from your uncle. That's on Facebook. Oh, they totally. Like they'd be completely different people.
2: They would. They're the odd couple. I'd love to see a TV show with those two guys living together in an apartment. They, in Austin, should, Texas. they
1: should do an odd couple like that. They should. This guy's like a hardcore mafioso hitman, and the other guy just like a peace-loving whatever dude. What can we? What can they take away from each other at the end of the day? Do you think?
2: I don't know, but it would be cool if they were also both like in their like late sixties or early seventies I mean. like that too.
1: Yeah, You're just uh, trying to finish out their life. I mean, Mike Irman Trout. With this, I'm I'm trying to figure out where this Better Call Saul is going. Are they gonna? I mean, they're introducing obviously characters from.
2: Don't tell me too much. We we only just started. We're we're still in season two.
1: Oh no way. Yeah Whoa. yeah. We're sorry about that. Yeah, we're okay, only well, just now. This is general. This is general anyways. I mean, are they going to eventually start introducing people from – I mean, is Walter White eventually going to be on Better Call Saul? I guess would be my question to you. I don't know. Will it I cross that barrier?
2: I don't know, but I, I stumbled across something on YouTube or Google or whatever, and I, I did delve into it because I didn't want to ruin anything. But apparently at some point, um, Saul – or Jimmy McGill, I don't even know right. when he becomes Saul Goodman, has a phone call with uh Jesse's parents. Because at the beginning of Breaking Bad, Jesse's just a, a punk kid who goes to right. drugs and and there Jimmy has a phone call with Jesse's parents. But I don't know if that means that Jesse's gonna have a an appearance or not. I didn't wanna dig into it too much. So I I, I kinda think there's gonna be some overlap that kind of bleeds the two together, but
1: I wonder. I wonder about that.
2: I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll I see.
1: mean, Richard Cranston doesn't need to work, but I could see that that guy that played, what well, was his name, could probably use a, a steady gig right now back on the a decently rated show. I mean, I guess it's, what channel is that even on?
2: What, Butter Call Saul?
1: AMC, right? AMC.
2: Yeah, AMC. Let's Who knew
1: that channel would become such a powerhouse channel? You know what I mean? I guess when you that's start... Shit. When you start producing your own material, you can pick and choose, because it used to just show old fucking movies. I mean, like, yeah. old fucking black and white movies was all that was on that channel.
2: I remember that, yeah. American movie class. I avoided it, like the fucking plague, because most of the... Sometimes you'd catch an old movie that was really cool, but most right? of them were like... It was like just silent films with a piano. <laughs> <laughs> i
1: watched a lot of it. I mean, dude, you know what? There's so many stories that are good, that were made a long time ago, that just it's like they ma- they would remake fucking Gilligan's Island, but they wouldn't make like remake some fucking really good old fucking movie. You know what I mean? That the premise still stands, but yeah, you know, but no, they're gonna remake. Uh, I don't know what they remake lately with All Women Ghostbusters. Not that Ghostbusters was a bad movie, but you know, there's just they're, they dig for these ideas that are 20 years old. When I'm like, dig back 50 fucking years. No and shit. you'll find something that resonates with people, and they, everyone will be like, oh, been there, seen that. You know what I mean? It'd be like a new idea to people.
2: Yeah, it's all it's all like nostalgia marketing now, the reason they're like remaking shit and rebooting shit. They're just like, what do people who were kids uh, – guys who were right. adults now right. but were kids then, what do they want to see us remake so I they can relive their the childhood? childhood.
1: I heard Hall & Oates on the radio, and then they come on, and they're talking about how Hall & Oates has been, like, selling out shows and shit in arenas that are bigger than uh, they were selling out when they were famous, right? Like, they'll be selling out 50,000 people now. They'd probably sell out 15,000 back in the fucking late 70s and early 80s. And I'm just like, that is people forcing their kids to go listen to fucking mm-hmm. uh, all the notes, you know what I mean? it would be like me telling my, we're going to all the notes is gonna be so badass. My wife was telling me that her a lady that she works with went to see E L O with her mom the other day, and I'm like, fucking E L O, who goes to see fucking E L O? Name oh, a E L O song. I can't. <laughs> right? I mean, they're famous. You know, there's a famous one out there for sure. Probably ten of them, but you don't even know which one's fucking E L O.
2: Dude, I have to say, because this really jumped out at me. I, the fact that you mentioned Hall and Oats, I woke up. I'm, I'm serious. I woke up two nights ago in my bed. I woke up thinking about Hall and Oats. Did you really? Now that's abnormal. I don't always
1: do that. That uh, must have been a pretty good dream. Who was who was in front of you and who was behind you? Who was Hall and, and Oats? Who was deep in your oats? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you was shoving one down your hall. And who was deep in your oats? That's what I want to know. Well, I,
2: I, I don't I have any idea why hauling oats was on my mind when I woke up in the morning. But uh, I, I would think about how when I was a kid, I thought it was hauling, like hauling oats. Oh,
1: so like a wagon barrel full of oats going down the highway. Yeah, I, a it,
2: I always thought it was a country band. I, di- I didn't know that. It was Hall and Oats and that they sing those songs. Every time I heard as a kid somebody say Hall and Oats, I was like, Oh, Hall- Halling hauling oats, you know, it's a country band. But it's weird that, that I woke up to that like two days ago and now here you are mentioning. And I'm Hall gonna and Oates. tell you
1: why, Rufus, you probably thought because I listened to an interview, Hall and Oats was on uh, Howard Stern show in two thousand fifteen, right? Sure. And these guys were like me and you. They fucking got along great because he's even asked, he's like, ever any trouble in the band, every animosity? And they're just like, no, no, Nah. We just they're hauling notes. And you know what? I respect his opinion. He respects my opinion. You know, we just, we work on stuff together. We're not like in some kind of deal where, oh, someone's trying to make more money or, you know, get their name out or get more of their material out. He's like, we're hauling notes, dude. This this is what we do. And we're <laughs> like best friends. Hall & notes so is the you're work you've rock Z-Z-Z-Zag, and roll. Rufus, and Zigzag Rufus, Hall & Zigzag Rufus, Hall & Oats. I mean, I get where it's coming from.
2: Yeah, it could be. You're probably right. You're probably right.
1: Well, I mean, Sometimes. they have their songs together. You know. She's a rich girl. But you know it don't matter anyway. <laughs> Hit those high ones, Ruf. I'll go low. How about... <laughs>
0: She's a man-eater.
2: Oh, my God. Didn't they do a... Uh, Private Eye. That They're song?
1: watching you. You took I, him, did. He said like, I that, hated
2: that fucking song.
1: It took him two years to write that song. Is he got that, that the one. Song with go? him, he's like, this was. The, I mean, you know, that song ended up being really popular for them. And he's like, took me two years to write that song because he's like, it just was stuck in my head. He's like, it ha- I had to make it into something to get it out of the way. You know, I mean, it's just like a musical doodle. In his brain, that he's like, I couldn't. I was having trouble writing things because all I could think about was I've got this unfinished song.
2: Is that the one? Do they have the bit in there where like it? They repeat it. It goes, I'm watching you, watching you, watching you, watch, watching you, watch,
1: you watching you, yeah, hell yeah, dude.
2: My dad, when I was a kid, he hated that fucking song so oh. much. Oh. And that's why I loved it. <laughs> I would sing it. I would I would sing it. Um,
1: <laughs> I would piss on my dad. He'd be like, watching you, watching you.
2: You motherfucker. Don't fire. watch You little
1: twat. I'll fucking beat the tarnation out of you for watching me. You little Rufus. He said, You watch me when
2: your eyes are swollen shut, you little shit.
1: <laughs> watch me with your other four senses. <laughs> and I was like, I can't watch you now, Dad, but I can smell the whiskey on your breath. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like you pulled another one of your own teeth again. <laughs> we need help. We need a shot to be illegal to be this fucking have this much fun on the radio.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> now let's get into Man Eater. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Oh, geez. Any good movies coming out that you're aware of, Rufus? What's that? You broke up a little bit. Oh, I said, any good movies uh, coming out that you're going to be seeing anytime soon as you are a movie buff type person? Uh,
2: none that I'm aware of, man. I've been too busy to pay attention. But uh, I do like me some movies, but I don't know what's on the horizon.
1: Yeah, probably nothing good. Probably a remake of uh,
2: Nightmare or something. Geez, they've already remade that.
1: Oh, did they? They need to remake, like, Baywatch, maybe. They did. It came out last year with The Rock. Oh, dang. Was there a lot of good snapper in it or not?
2: I didn't bother seeing it.
1: Not even on Netflix? Netflix? It's probably not even on Netflix. That's the sad part. That's you know what? That's where I that's where I want movies to go is to Netflix. And
0: yes, it's like, you know, I was a
1: really bad movie that I didn't see at the theater. I think I'll check and see if it's on Netflix, and it's not fucking there. No, you, know, you got to subscribe
2: to like 14 different services. You need Netflix and Amazon and Hulu Amazon. and all this fucking bullshit. Yeah i
1: what. I'm gonna tell you what. The best station ever. Do you do you have Roku? Didn't you have a Roku?
2: Yeah, I got Roku. That's all you we
1: have. Pluto TV. Put get download Pluto TV. It's like a okay. hundred fucking channels of like great shit to watch. Old movies, but like regular news channels and shit. But like really? good shit. One of the channels is called THC TV. Oh, they have the Onion. The Onion TV. Crack TV is on there. What? Oh, no shit. Serious? Yes, dude. Please download Pluto. I'm begging you. I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna text you. It's totally free. If you have, uh,
2: Roku. I'm making a note right now because I do have Roku. Really, that's all we use.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. It is so fucking awesome. You won't believe it. I mean, it does have some commercials, but you know, no more than any regular TV. But it's like a lot of fucking free channels. Like unbelievable. I don't mind commercials.
2: I mean, if the content's I don't good. Either.
1: You know what, especially if I'm working and try to watch TV in the fucking background, because the pamphlet season is on us in full effect right now, that uh, I'm trying to find things on Roku and whatnot to watch. But I I came up, or I saw that Pluto, you know how that stuff scrolls at the bottom of your Roku screen? Like when it goes in the sleepboat or whatever, and like shit will come by the bottom. And at one time, just on a fucking window, my Pluto TV, what the fuck is that about? You know, because usually I just let that shit go by. I'm like, I'm not going to waste my fucking time with that. And I clicked on it, and I'm like, holy shit. The Onion TV? I mean, I I was making my wife watch it, like, a month ago, and we were fucking literally dying laughing. like, how are we not on Onion TV? Because they were talking. Yeah, they do, like, these fake uh, newscasts or whatever. They're, like, interviewing people, and one guy's like, the wind, you can't trust the wind. We don't even know where it comes from. (laughs) (laughs) But it was people that worked. Like some huge multinational corporation that was, like, trying to keep coal legal because they're like, we can't trust wind power. We don't know where it comes from. <laughs> we don't <laughs> know where it comes from. That's awesome. The coal industry is what it was.
2: Hey, what you drinking there? What you got?
1: Uh, this is – do you have Aldi store? Aldi?
2: No, I live in America.
1: They have a flavored water now that's cheaper than the LaCroix. And yet tastes better Does it taste better Or do you tell yourself that No it does You know what it tastes like it has more fruit juice in it I feel like LaCroix is kind of stingy with the fucking fruit juice Really Yes I do I do feel that And you know I've been loyal to LaCroix You have been loyal But I have found this and it's a dollar cheaper And I'm telling you it has more fruit juice in it
2: I'm sure they'll ruin it
1: eventually When they're like look at LaCroix's profits And look at our profits We need The one thing we need to do is add less fruit juice And then we'll be right there with LaCroix And then we'll raise our prices
2: It's the American way
1: It is the American way You go The American way is you start in America Then you take a hard left through China Then you get back to America Yeah (laughs) Is that kind of how it works? What do you think of your buddy Trumpy now? I'm almost starting to feel sorry for the fucking guy now that his house of cards is just fucking crumbling on his head. I don't even He's know what's going on, fuck.
2: man. Dude, i I've, I've really been busy. I've been checking headlines, but I don't know any of the story. I know that there's some shit actually happening now where impeachment might be a real deal and somebody's going to prison or got accused. Oh, yeah, they're stuff.
1: fucking oh. – dude, the people are getting ready to roll on fucking the Donald big time. And you know what? The Donald deserves it, because I guarantee you if Donald's dick was in a fucking vice, he would fucking rat on anybody. He talks about everybody being a rat, and this person's a rat, and they're fucking rats. He'd be the biggest fucking rat in the world. I guarantee it. You know, he's just like, none my fault, blame this guy. Because now the guy that, like his right-hand man at uh, the Trump Organization has flipped on him. Really? they're like, yeah, and they're like, this guy knows where all the fucking financial skeletons are fucking buried and where what's up with donald's uh it, his tax returns and shit like that
2: so what must does that have mean
1: pretty good must have some pretty deep dirt on this guy for him to get him to fucking flip
2: but what does it mean like if he gets impeached, then what like who becomes the boss
1: who the Pence? boss Mike Pence yeah, who's just a fucking dumbass. And I can okay. say that because he's Check. from Indiana, my home state. If you'd said that, we'd have to go fist to cuff, but I can say he's a dumbass.
2: Well, if he's a dumbass, but, I mean, like, who's really in charge?
1: I think Marlboro is probably in charge. Anheuser-Busch is probably a little bit in charge. They've uh, always been, been in charge. Dow Chemical probably had something, their finger in
2: there. Let's see. Glaxo Smith.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, President Glaxo Kleinsmith. Smith. He, he was the good one. He was the real man of the people. He
2: was <laughs> good one. Oh, you know what I watched last night? No. <laughs> Keep him coming, Gleep Glop. Oh,
1: you did not. I you did. Know what's I... Funny is I was just thinking about that like a fucking week ago. Oh, shit. Keep him coming, Gleep Glop. That's just such a fucking classic. That oh. shit, in a nutshell, is just fucking brilliant. Talk about foreshadowing. It I is mean, I that one. I guess rank's always been an issue, though. I, I love I love the line where
2: uh, fucking Bob, or whatever his character is, says, Never trust the man what's made of gas.
1: <laughs> right, yeah.
2: <laughs> Not you, Zaxxon. You're one
1: You're of the good one ones. You're one of the good ones. You know what I mean. Just a fucking classic. Just fucking classic. <laughs> Ahead of its time. Ahead oh, of its time. We're like the hyper Sloth. Absolutely. Absolutely, that's why Absolutely. we latched onto, so onto it away. You're right, that's probably why we enjoyed that so much And just so you can't fucking do it You know what I mean They're just You're not supposed to be able to get away with that shit on TV but, And yep. you know they didn't They didn't get away with it because nobody nobody smart enough was watching it Except for people like us, a very fucking small minority of the people Actually understood mm. what the fuck was going on there. most people should be like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever fucking seen because they didn't understand it.
2: You know what but I mean? It, it became a cult thing and now I mean so many people love that show. Like I go on YouTube and I, I search for like Mr. Show with Bob and David, and millions of fucking views. People are just like, This show was so ahead of its time. Wow, everything comedy now owes everything to the show. I mean it And it really you know, does.
1: It does, but it's like it's like that thing. though. You know how people drink PAPs now and we drink PAPs then? Yeah. We made it cool, dude. We made it cool. That's true. So now you can see why millions of people have finally caught on. We were caught on 25 fucking years ago.
2: We ain't made a dime off of past.
1: <laughs> nope. You can't trust a man with Bruce what's the made Pabst. of gas. us <laughs>
2: Bruce the best. What? That that that's a brilliant fucking word to put in there.
1: You I can't did...
2: trust a man. What's made of gas? Like and
1: then you see David Cross, dude, and he's, he fucking plays the biggest twat ever on uh, the Chipmunks movie. Have you seen that? No. The oh, he's like the bad guy in the fucking Chipmunks movie. It's fucking, oh, wait. like, brilliant. I have seen that, yes.
2: Oh, man, that guy. He
1: always plays that fucking character now, I've noticed. David.
2: What was that show that I told you about, but you already knew about it when I told you about it, that it was on Netflix and it was David Cross? Oh, yeah,
1: where he was uh, – it's, like it's like the guy's unfortunate worst bad day. All right. Like the guy's like Ted Gundy's unfortunate something awful bad day. Or I don't think
2: that show should have gone on. That was a really oh, good show. Oh, yeah, I
1: agree with that. Why didn't they end that show? Uh, just
2: that like Netflix Mr. show. She- I don't know if it was a Netflix show. I saw it on Netflix. But I don't know if it was made by Netflix or if it was just on Netflix. I but remember
1: I, when I was watching the last season of that show, I thought, oh, no, there's only five fucking seasons or five shows left. You know what I mean? You know that, that you're like, that's a good show when you're thinking like that. Some shows I watch, I'm like, God, I can't wait to get through this last fucking season so I can stop watching now.
2: Right. Then apparently they came back and they made another another season. But it was totally fucking different and not good at all.
1: I probably saw both seasons, I would imagine. Because, yeah. yeah. In the first part, it was funny. But in the second part, he like ends up getting a fancy job. Uh, it, it's like a dream. The whole thing ends up like a weird dream sequence. It's fucking stupid. They ruined it. They ruined the fucking show. Of course they well, did.
2: I think he said that it, it ended, and then like five years later, somebody said, would you do it again? He's like, no, it... It ended. It was good. I don't think we can replicate it. And they're like, "We'll give you a contract here, some money, do it again." He's like, "Okay, but I'm gonna make it totally different." And they said, "We trust you." And he he basically fucked it up on purpose because he's like, "I told you I didn't want to do it."
1: The whole idea he's married to Amber Tamblyn blows my mind. Amber Tamblyn, who she was on, she's way younger than us, but she was on. She played like every. Virgin in every fucking Hallmark movie There ever fucking was Really? Oh yeah, she was actually on my soap opera at one time One Life to Live Way back in the day Which by way back in the day I mean probably uh, After I lived with you at Rohampton. Oh,
2: she's married to David Cross
1: Yeah, yeah Wow She's not that good looking, you think she's good looking?
2: Well, David Cross didn't either So,
1: <laughs> oh, by I
2: comparison don't.
1: Just they seem like they would have two totally different uh attitudes on everything, just because she always played the Vernetic uh, virginic uh douchebag.
2: David Cross these days looks like a... Uh, his beard looks like he didn't get the job but for the Mall Santa.
1: <laughs> Dave, you know what's crazy is I follow David Cross on Twitter and he's just not that funny.
2: I think he's become uh, I – I haven't heard a lot of his recent stuff, but the the stuff I have heard a couple of years ago, it seemed like he was – you know, I get things are politically fucked up, but when I want to listen to humor, I I want to escape.
1: You know what's funny? And it it, was a
2: little too heavy-handed and stuff.
1: You know who can pull that off, though, rest his soul, It's fucking uh, Bill Hicks. Fuck yeah. You know, but he did it more, I guess, subtly, or I don't know what his, his angle just wasn't as fucking, I don't know if it was just funnier or less intense or less hateful, I think. Because he was more like, make fun of it, it's fucking stupid, you know what I mean? But it's the way it is, and it's just, it's almost absurd. But David Cross is like, fucking angry, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, fucking exactly. fucking twat suckers, you exactly. know what I mean? Instead of being You're like, totally yeah, right. fucking run by the devil. You know?
2: Bill Hicks had a way of taking uh, something that was really pressing and urgent and dire, but kind of, I don't know, softening it, I guess? it kind of spoon-feeding it to
1: you? You know, do you know his – did you ever hear him talk about the L.A. riots?
2: I'm sure I did, but I can't recall it right now. I
1: almost have to play that for you right now because – what he says about Reginald, Reginald Denny, who is the guy that got pulled out of the truck,
2: yeah, remember it's that, the, yeah.
1: is like the most brilliant fucking thing ever, and it's something I, I've always thought about my whole life since seeing that footage of Reginald Denny get pulled out of the fucking truck and get his fucking smashed in, is, what, what, what is it? step on the fucking gas. You're in a giant fucking truck, and <laughs> people are fucking holding boards and shit, and Stones, throwing stones at your fucking giant semi and you don't fucking step on the gas just like to fucking get out of you, get out of your truck. I mean, fucking that's ridiculous. I mean, and it's so true. And I thought that the whole time watching that guy get pulled, I'm like, why didn't just fucking step on it? What do you, I mean, yeah, you might run somebody over, but they were going to fucking kill that guy. No oh, shit. I mean, that was defense. But then Bill Hicks goes on, of course, to say that, uh. You know, he's probably never late as a truck driver anymore. He probably barely stops for fucking stoplights because, you know, (laughs) he's just uh, not interested in stopping. Stopping one time didn't turn out so good for him. Not enough Bill Hicks in this world. I mean, talk about a guy that went too early. Yeah,
2: Yeah. and another guy kind of ahead of his time.
1: 34 years old he was when he died.
2: Pancreatic cancer.
1: Yeah, great. That's... uh... That's a Ain't death no hope. right there. No, it really is not. What's funny is you don't ever hear about your pancreas. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, pancreas, this, or, you know, my pancreas hurts because the pancreas plays like a very quiet role in your body that does something so minute that you think it's not such a big deal, right? Because it just, what does it do? It just creates uh, stomach acid. Isn't that what a pancreas does? I couldn't tell you, man. I yeah. really don't know. It's just something like that. and But when your pancreas gets sick, you're fucking – it's a death sentence. They can't take yeah, it out. A, they can't replace it. You can't take some medicine instead of having your fucking pancreas.
2: And there's no supplements. I mean, you never hear about the pancreas and, like, take this vitamin B12. It helps your pancreas. <laughs> right. It's something
1: else. Maybe that's what we need to be working on or at least selling is, like, some kind of – for pancreas support. That's right. Yes. Take pancreas. Pancree. Pancreax. Pancreax. There you go. Take pancreas. twice a day, ten times a day. It's a
2: procreus, pro-creus. pro. Pro.
1: No, yeah, that it's work? good for your pancreas. Propan. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> Propan. Wow, that sounds pretty good. Propan. Good for your pancreas. Pancreatic health. I wonder if there is a thing you can do for pancreat- pancreatic health. I know sometimes when I'm drinking a lot, you get, like, a backache. That's because your fucking pancreas is in bad shape. Really? Yeah. Symptoms of acute uh, pancreatitis. Upper abdominal pain that radiates into the back. It may be be aggravated by eating, especially foods too high in fat. And uh, alcohol. So, too.
2: So basically, it's you feel like you have heartburn, and so you ignore it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if you ignore it long enough, it just goes away. It, you Amen. know what it does? It's like you ignore those feelings of, like, when you were abused as a child, and it just goes into a secret spot. When you ignore pancreatic pain, it goes into a secret spot in your pancreas that eventually turns into fucking cancer.
2: <laughs> oh, shucks.
1: <laughs> so cute, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, it is. Let's see. In most cases, acute pancreatitis is caused by gallstones or heavy alcohol use. Also, things are medications. I mean, all kinds of shit. But it doesn't look, I mean, really, it doesn't look like there's anything you can do. Treatment for acute pancreatitis are typically with IV fluids and pain medications. When they say pain medication, I mean... Aspirin, Tylenol? Well, I think they're talking like Oxycontin shit like that, and they're like, yeah, you know, I can't cure you, but we can surely make you fucking stoned out of your mind until you fucking die so you don't get super scared about dying.
2: Have you ever watched any videos of people going through uh, assisted suicide?
1: Yes, I have. Wow. Deep. The one about that chick takes her husband in Sweden? Is that where they go to? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that's a... That's a mind blower. But you know what? Yeah. In a lot of ways, like I said, they call it the humane society, but you can have an animal euthanized, but a human can't fucking be euthanized. What? what? I don't get it. What are you talking about? Of course, we should be able to decide when we want to die, especially, you know I mean? especially if you're sick. Exactly.
2: In dire straits like that, where where there's literally like no fucking hope, none. There's, it's just like
1: what you do though. Follow the money, dude. Follow the fucking money, because whose interest is it in to keep you alive when you don't want to be fucking alive anymore?
2: Pharmaceutical companies, the
1: government, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, insurance companies—they would want you dead. I would—I would think that the pharma or the insurance lobby would be like, "This is the best thing since fucking sliced bread." You know what I mean? We don't have to pay out on your sick self anymore. We'll pay, like, 1200 bucks and, you know, get you some Rohypnol and a quart of whiskey in this fucking <laughs> off-the-la-la La land. Off-the-la-la La land. You should, you should be a salesman for us. I should work for the pharmaceutical law, or the <laughs> insurance lobby. <laughs> you the sad part is, dude, is that's how every fucking law and lobby has ever been written. You know what I mean by some guy going and telling the fucking stupid people in the government, "Listen, this is what's in it for you." And they're like, "Yeah, it's in it for us. Great, we're listening.
2: You should work- no, you should work for the company that that sells like uh, assisted suicide to people, but you should do it like you used to sell used cars. You know
1: <laughs> this one's a little rusty. I mean, there's a little <laughs> butt on the needle, but trust me it'll it'll take care of everything that you need <laughs> quickly. Second-hand, nothing like getting a second-hand assisted suicide machine. Yeah, we've got them on clearance. We've got a whole bunch of up you good know,
2: goodwill. You know anyway. it, it,
1: they were trying to force Kevorkian to, like, make a machine. Were they not? I mean, you don't need a machine. <laughs> you need, like, one hypodermic needle. Or, well, you know,
2: they do it all the time for convicted felons.
1: They can't they get them. it right. That's the fucking problem, Rufus. They can't get that fucking right. People, 10,000 people kill themselves every day, uh, you know, over, overdosing on pills and shit. But somehow the government can't get the fucking recipe right to kill people by lethal injection? It's I don't the think drugs. It. it's impossible.
2: It's the drugs. I, I listened to a whole podcast about right. it.
1: Right. Why it's can't the, you get it right?
2: It's the, there's like... It's a whole bunch of political corporate bullshit where there's restrictions on this, but not on that, so they have to improvise, and they're like, ultimately they're just like, fuck it, you know, we got this, we'll just use that.
1: Right. I mean, why can't they use the same shit they use on a fucking horse or a, you know what I mean, or a dog? I don't know. <laughs> is it like they want to torture these fucking people? The scary thing is, is like, yeah, I'm the death penalty's fine by me, especially like for guys that. The, like those guys that live in your hometown that uh, I I think they call them the pride of Jasper. Those two guys that, that took that guy behind the truck until he like broke apart. Frank and Billy. Yeah. Right, your neighbors. The, yeah. The, the Dukes, I think they call them. Wait, like, let me bring him in. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. is He's wearing a Confederate flag underwear. Cool. <laughs> of course but, but, uh <laughs> I just I those guys deserve to be fucking killed, and they should be killed like that. You know what I mean? You shouldn't get off the hook and and get to fucking get a needle or whatever. you should have to fucking be dragged behind a goddamn truck.
2: I agree, I agree,
1: so you just fall apart. I mean, that's what happened, right? That dude just fell apart. I totally
2: agree for cases where it's obviously right. undeniably true.
1: That, that's my other point was a third of people on fucking death row are innocent. Exactly. That's where it becomes so fucking hard.
2: But I think it in any case where it's absolutely Right. It's proven. Beyond a shadow proven, of a doubt. Not then the I, I don't it's especially uh I don't want to get all biblical, but if it's proven, known for a fucking fact I don't think they need some kind of peaceful fucking no. go to sleep. And it's over.
1: No, no fucking way. No, you give, you get. That's right. just how it needs to fucking be. Make them fight some fucking lions. That's what we need to get to, like that point back <laughs> in society where you're like, let criminals fucking fight lions then for well, entertainment. Buddy. I mean, that's what they did. That's you know, you're one step away from WWE there and doing a live fucking event. On TV, where I guarantee if you went to death row and told some fucking death row inmate, dude, you could fucking try to fight a lion for your fucking life, you know what I mean? Or to live, you would still be locked up, but you wouldn't get the death penalty anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Because then we could raise enough money through the pay-per-view ticket sales to keep that guy in jail, you know, for however many years he's got left. And And the uh, fuck that that money would, would be on the taxpayer's nuts.
2: That money would go to uh, the victim, right, or the victim's family,
1: and uh, Hypersloth Media, Incorporated, who is producing said show, because they just came up with the concept right now.
2: And that'll be a reality TV show within three years on yes, any.
1: It will be, it will be. And for like, you got that thing where that I sent you, where that kid came up with that app. They tell yes. you how hot it is in your car. Well, yes. I, I don't know if you recall, but we came up with that three years ago. I know. I know. Zigzag, I know. Okay. That's I just want you to remember that. I wanted to, I wanted salt in that wound. Thank you. poking that sore tooth and going, Does it still it... hurt? Oh yeah, it still hurts.
2: It's it stings. It's the the the, uh, the skin on the edges of that wound are drying up and pulling away and it hurts quite badly.
1: <laughs> it always gets better or worse before it gets better. I got a buddy whose girlfriend just dumped him, and he, this guy's taking it like such a puss, I want to fucking punch him right in the fucking nose.
2: You should. You should. I should. I should.
1: I'm should. i like, dude, you, first of all, they weren't married. They don't have any kids. Wait, How, how, how any, old is this they guy? They didn't even live together. The guy's 36.
2: Okay, he should be over with that shit.
1: At yeah. 36,
2: if you get dumped, or you dump somebody, or something happens, you should be like, eh, fuck
1: it. I Move mean, on. You, you got, yes, I agree with that 100%. I'm like, why are you so wrapped up in this chick? I mean, she wasn't good-looking or anything. You know what I mean? And it, even if she was, fuck it. She broke up with you. Be like, get the fucking way from me, bitch. At that point, I'm like, you know, I don't I don't have time. No chick has ever broken up with me, but I'm pretty sure I'd be like, you know, I don't have time for you. Get out of my life. I'm the heartbreaker.
0: Heartbreaker. Love taker.
1: Heartbreaker. <laughs> don't you mess around with me. Something like that. Is that a Holla out song? I just, I just want to punch that guy. I know that's sad because, but I'm like, no, you no, fucking sad. grown man, right? Yeah, you right. If you if can the guy find was, that fucking cancer. She's going to see a therapist. Okay, a I can therapist. See yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what? How long were they together? Ten years. But I don't. That doesn't even matter to it me. It doesn't matter. I'm like, you're that fucking codependent. Maybe that's why she fucking broke up with you. If, if
2: they've been together 10 years, I mean, this shit doesn't happen, like, overnight. I mean, no, I obviously, things yeah, were not that good for a while.
1: <laughs> right.
2: The, the dude's not 26. He's 36? Yeah. you fucking man up and get move on.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's like, I can't work. I can't do anything. I'm like, oh, really, dude? Give me a fucking break. Dude, if, if, <clears throat> living well is the
2: best revenge. Yeah,
1: you know what? I should say that to him, but see, he's so, you know, and I try to be supportive, I'm like, don't go to the negative thought rabbit hole. What sucks is this guy works for me, right? He's like a freelance photographer for me, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, okay, dude, you know, unfortunately, we're in the full swing of pamphlet season, so we can't really be, it was that guy I sent you that picture of. Remember, I sent you a picture of yeah. a guy standing inside an area with him. It was him. So now think of that guy and punch him in the fucking face a thousand times.
2: So he still think. so he probably still thinks she, the oh, yeah. sun rises, the moon sets with her, and it's it his was, fault.
1: He wrote her a six page, oh no, and then some kind of relationship contract. And this guy kissed her ass anyways, right? So I'm like, dude, I don't know what more you could fucking do. She's not interested in you because you're a fucking pushover. Yes. You know what I mean? You're just now you're just like yesterday's fucking news. Ironically, the best thing that he could do is okay. to be the fucking man and be like, ah,
2: fuck you, cunt.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's and, and, back. The crazy thing is that she'd probably be like, Oh, really? Yeah. And they come running back. You're right. I told him, I said, You need to put a picture of yourself out at the fucking bar on Facebook, you know what I mean? Hanging out with your buddies. Like, your fucking life is moving right on because her exactly. knowing that she fucking has got this effect on you just make her want to twist the knife more and make you less appealing in the fucking process. Right. You know what I mean? Think of every... Yeah, I'm like, you're, you're never going to get laid again, probably, with that attitude.
2: Yeah, that, that mopey shit's going to get him nowhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, it really. I and mean, you know what? He's just like the kind of guy... First of all, I don't want to say this, but he's a Trump supporter, right? So we don't yeah. ever talk politics. But that tells you, that's telling you right there this guy's frame of mind. You know what I mean? Well, Zigzag,
2: I got a leak like a fucking racehorse.
1: All right, Rufus. Well, that's going to do it for this Saturday night, Friday night free-for-all then, I guess. Yes, it is. Always a pleasure.
2: Hey, it's always a pleasure, but promise me this, that you will play the conversation we just had for that sad, pathetic shit show of a man. (laughs) Because that was some great advice.
1: That is the. I've tried to give him that advice, dude, and he's just like, nope, nope. Yeah, I love her so much. I'm like, but now dude. he's heard the team. He'll hear the team. That's true. He needs it, to realize it, that two are better than one. It's
2: not just boss man. It's zigzag and Rufus, and he's like, yeah. he, he'll realize. Oh, okay.
1: Well, and you know, I like to think that he's got friends out there that are giving him the same. But I'm not even this guy's friend, really. I'm more of like a guy who's like, I need you to fucking buck up, dude, because we got fucking work to do. And you can't just sitting around fucking saying, "Oh, she broke my heart. I can't fucking work. I'm in therapy today." You know, therapy. therapy. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. I mean, me this is therapy, up. brother. This this right here is therapy.
2: The therapy is this going out.
1: She does yeah. therapy.
2: Therapy is going out and having some drinks and getting your dick wet and somebody else. Yeah,
1: that's what I. Mean. That's exactly it. And then you're like, "Oh, there was an, I forgot there was other piece of ass out there,
2: huh? <laughs> There's a whole fucking universe of." Poo-tang. And
1: I don't even know if they're having sex, these people.
2: Ten years.
1: Yeah. Well, she has she has multiple sclerosis. What fucking rabbit hole are you taking me <laughs> down here, it's like <laughs> I know. I mean I saw I saw you break. I saw you <laughs> break on Skype. I did. And it's understandable. I, I almost didn't want to say that.
2: Okay. Uh
1: and listen to this she was just in the fucking she was in rehab like a for having a surgery on her feet right for yeah. six weeks she was staying in an old folks home and he went and visited her twice a fucking day
2: Get this guy on the show for next week
1: I don't know no he's not he's not material I I don't I don't let people like that on this fucking show brother I just don't do it This I don't is a fucking this is a safe space for people with spines
2: well, I don't mean, like, personally for the whole show. We got to call the guy. He needs some help.
1: We should call him, dude. I can call him and probably get him to say all kinds of shit.
2: On well, the not now, because I got to go pee. No, room. I
1: know, but I'm just saying. Be like, so, dude, how you feeling? And really Ooh. get him for us soaking hard out on the show. It'd be fucking gold, baby. It would be. Then I get him to throw some Trump stuff in there. Maybe she doesn't like him. You know why I should say that? Maybe she doesn't like you, dude, because you like Trump. I mean, he has, like, no. a, a MAGA hat, and this guy fucking makes, like, eight bucks an hour.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I, I think he's just a, a spineless fucking puss, and she's like, jeez, I might have multiple sclerosis, but yuck, I knew better than this.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's looking a lot that way, Rufus. It's, it's really looking a lot that way.
2: All right, find a real man to push my wheelchair around,
1: yeah, I mean she's not that bad, but her mom also hates the fucking dude, and here's the scary part the
2: well,
1: the her dad committed suicide like four years ago, and I'm like, well, maybe the mom's just a fucking bitch, you know what I mean, and that's what your daughter's gonna kinda learn, I think I think that's how that works
2: damn you're you're chipping deep into this fucking mind <laughs>
1: well, it's starting to affect my bottom line <laughs> I'm fucking uh, he is the hole in my in my ramen cup at the moment. <laughs> he needs to be plugged.
2: Um, okay, don't make me laugh anymore. Or I'm going to have an accident.
1: All right. Well, it's thing. always a pleasure to be uh, doing a Saturday night, Friday night pre all with you.
2: And uh,
1: we'll get off to the little girl's room while we wrap up the show with a little bit of what I like to call mirrors food. We'll see you well, folks okay. Friday. Friday night, get ready for the real Hyperslot happy hour at our normal time, normal place. You're on That's right I'm Talk Radio. Oh, oh <sighs> shit! <sighs> Did I interrupt you? Yeah, you interrupt me, how style, dude. This better be good.
2: The uh, the certain person's website that I'm building oh, is okay. launching that Friday, so there oh.
1: may
2: be there may be some unpredictable interruptions that I have to deal with.
1: Okay, are right, we do it live on the show?
2: They are. Fuck! Oh my god, dude. It might not happen because they're so slow getting me content. Anyway, I, I don't not. want to get to it. I'm just saying it's it's the same day, so I expect it at the show.
1: Don't worry, dude. I'll walk you right through the launching of your the biggest website you've ever built in your life. I'll walk you through okay. it off the show.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: With that right. guy. You know what? You gave such a healthier Hypersoft how when your wife and kid weren't there a couple of weeks ago. I got
2: thin walls, dude.
1: <laughs> We're gonna, you know what? You need to get that studio finished out there, outside of your house, so you can cut loose.
2: I do. Yeah, I really do. I you really,
1: really do, really do honestly.
2: Ow, right. ow, ow,
1: ow. We'll talk to you. Yeah, I can. I feel your ow, ow, ow. That's what I was doing. <laughs> oh, right. oh. Uh. Well, enjoy the first week back to school for your son. I. It sounds like you're gonna have a great week ahead of you with all this launching of things and. Uh, We'll start again. God bless you, sir. Drink your weight in beer every day. I shall. I did see just one last reminder that the poor lady who fried chicken in her bed on my 600-pound wife died a couple of days ago. So I just thought we would say, give her a little shout-out. Well,
2: she died a happy woman, then.
1: Her body just gave out. She didn't know she was not eating fried chicken in her bed when she died, unfortunately. Oh, no. All right, folks, this is Beer is Food. Uh, send the hate mail to Rufus because he's got an evil heart, this guy. Uh, I'm not talking about the song. I'm talking about him talking about that poor lady on So-Called Live, or My 600-pound Live. <laughs> All right, talk to you soon, folks. Talk to you soon, Rufus, and here is Beer's Food. Next Friday,
2: man, I'll talk to you soon. All
1: right.